So you want to be a difference maker, somebody who's discovered and reached their true potential in life, somebody who's able to lead and impact the masses based on the individual that they are. And here's the truth. You have those capabilities within you. You just haven't really been taught how to unleash them. And at Molotium, we're on a mission to make sure that you can do that. My name's Matt Calderoni, and I'm the co-founder of Molotium. We've helped just over 5,300 high performers like yourself be able to discover and reach their true potential in life by building the trade of resilience. And on the Difference Maker podcast, we're here to do that. All you need to do is commit. Commit to being better. Commit to dominating, serving, impacting, having passion, and finding resolve in what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. And I promise you, if you commit to that and you take in the info that we're going to teach you about, the tools, the traits, the tactics, the skills, you'll be able to be a difference maker. So welcome to the Difference Maker podcast. And if it's the first time here joining, I'm telling you, it'll change your life. So we're coming into the new year now. And uh, we're in the final of four episodes for this little series that we've got going on, which is basically just reinventing yourself for the New Year's. And we're going to hit a good topic today, which is specifically for athletes. And if you're a business professional, you can apply this for yourself as well. But how to actually set targets? Because you know what's funny is we see this a lot, right? So we see the influencers who come out and say, don't set targets for the New Year. And they try to use that as clickbait, right, to make you click and say what's going on. Then you've got the others who are saying you need to religiously set targets. Then you got people who are trying to set targets and they don't do them the right way, which we'll explain today. Target setting is a very weird, weird, weird topic to get into because when handled the right way, it can literally 10x your year. When handled the wrong way, it can literally put you behind by 50 different steps. And we've been in both of those. Right, right. And like there's... I, I, a bit of an art to it, I would say, like um, with with how self-aware you are, with where y- you feel that you can currently go in the following year and stuff like that. Um, there's a bit of an art to it. Yeah. And I think the slower you take it, the more you think about it, the easier it is to act on later on. 100%. And that's why even like we were talking a bit about it before. And I think this is a good one to kind of get into and just start to segue a bit. But like, you know, so we've done a lot of work. If you've been paying attention for the last four weeks and you've been, you know, really doing this, you might've got something out of one episode more than the other. But point is, if you have gone through all of them and you've really done this process, right, you've done a lot of work. And this is where it becomes interesting because this morning we were talking about how some people, you might be somebody this year who is, you know, you were a big fish in a small pond last year. And now maybe you did get that raise or you got to that next level or whatever it might be. And now you're the same size fish, but in a way bigger pond. And that's scary for a lot of, especially athletes going through it, right? Like that's hard because you've, you've got to truly learn how to deal with adverse situations on this. Well, not only athletes, but business people as well. Like there's always those you know, Christmas layoffs. Um, If you're going through that right now, I know that, you know, that's tough, but there's that. There's sometimes, especially junior athletes, I know my guys right now, a lot of them, they're worried about the trade deadline that's coming up in January. Right. Oh, yeah. So, well, for hockey, he's talking for hockey. About, yep. Yeah. And there's, well, even even in uh, soccer, the the winter window, window, right? Which will probably be one of the most interesting oh, in a for while, sure. especially after the World, World Cup, Cup right? Yeah. So, like, there's a bunch of things, like, even like I was listening to uh, the radio this morning, and it's like some guys were talking about um, in the NHL, anyways. Um, they were talking about uh, teams tanking for mm-hmm. the first round draft picks of the following year, and it's like. 
for some of the guys in the room that are locked down for a long period of time, it's like, yeah, we can do it. It's whatever that are part of the plan. But for other guys that are just kind of like in a, a stint there, it's like we got to play well because I need a job next year. Yeah. So it, it's just interesting how you can you can face this adversity at, in all different facets of life, sports, business, whatever the case may be. Yeah, especially with it. And it's funny you say that about the um, teams tanking. Just to say something on that really quick before we get into target setting. like, So I understand that to every professional sports organization, or we're not even going to call it professional sports org, to any sports org that genuinely is making money off of like entertainment, right? So not youth sports. Youth sport model is different. We're talking like junior sports though, where fans come in, purchase season tickets, want to watch a team and so on. You know what's funny is that, like, I think sometimes people tank quicker, quote-unquote, we'll use for tank, than they actually need to. Because, like, we have some players on teams that this is happening right now mm-hmm. where they are, quote-unquote, tanking. And the team's actually talented. They just have a poor leader behind them. And it's just, to me, it's just interesting how quickly a team can say, like, oh, we're tanking. I sometimes feel like personally, it's a cop-out. I do. I feel like when a team has to go into quote-unquote tank mode, I feel like that's an excuse for an organization that never really had a plan. Hmm. Like to, to really had targets. Like think about it for a sec. Unless you genuinely come in and you're like, okay, we really suck. Mm -hmm. Like no, you can't tell me that any org comes in and, and looks at it aside from junior hockey in Canada or in in North America, I should say, because I know junior hockey is a different story, right? Like every year you're getting these super young players and they stay young for two years and you usually only get them really, really good or at their peak for that like last year. And then some stay, you know, for a senior year and then it's turnover right away, right? Like there's a two-year turnover usually in junior hockey mm-hmm. versus like a pro sports organization where it can be years after or before a turnover, right? Like, Look at Juventus in soccer, for example. You look, look at any of these or organizations across the league. But my point is, I don't think teams genuinely come in at the professional level with a strategy to tank. Well, no. I think it's it's a um, lack it's a of experience from, from the younger individuals on their team. Like, how to go through... Because some teams, like, they come into the year, they absolutely suck. And then after Christmas, though, they start to pick it up. Like, they've had that half year to get games under their belt and and start moving forward right so yeah it's it's always different but like you said from a business side there's no tank model no (laughs) (laughs) i guess you could say so only in junior sports right where you have high turnover every couple years so it's just it's an interesting one but that again it segues in so why teams tank my personal theory i think there's a lack of planning there's a lack of strategy there's a lack of of will desire values all that kind of stuff but coming into that I think there's a lack of target setting. Lack of target setting. And if you guys, like Matt was saying, last four weeks we've been uh, putting together uh, podcasts going into the new year, resetting yourself and, and well, now setting targets for the new year. Um, if you haven't yet, subscribe to it. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you can find, anywhere you can find it. Uh, even our YouTube channel, we're going to be putting full episodes out there. So uh, when you have a moment, subscribe to it and then follow along. Absolutely. So let's dive into it. First and foremost, what is target setting? Let's answer that question. Target setting 
for anybody tuning in who gets even the slightest bit of anxiousness just hearing those words combined, it's nothing more than a tool or technology for focus, right? That's all setting targets are. You're literally saying, this is what I'm committing to over this time period for this amount of, you know, days, weeks, months, whatever you want to call it. And I'm saying no to everything else. The problem with target setting is that most people don't look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Most people look at target setting. They don't look at target setting as a part of the process to what they're building. A lot of the times people look at target setting as just the cut and dry results that you get from a target. What you're going to learn today when we go through this is this is all about building part of your vision, right? That like the reason we did vision and identity right from the first part with this all is because we wanted to go over the idea of what it actually means to build a vision. A lot of people don't have one. Now that you've gone through that and you have your vision, you need to take a step towards that. That's what a target does. So a target, it just gets you literally focused and centered on the things that matter. And you shut out the noise to the things that don't. Shiny object, object, object syndrome, sorry, is real to people that don't set targets. Shiny objects, object syndrome being when you literally just chase whatever looks you know, enticing and exciting to you. I've done that in the past. We've done that in the past as a business. I've done that in the past as an athlete. I'm telling you, if you don't utilize targets as a way to focus, you're going to be you're, you're going to be giving up a lot in your career. And I think one of the important things that you said there is the fact that some targets like over the course of the year, obviously some targets change and things like that. There's going to be possibly months depending mm-hmm. on how you break it down. There's going to be months where some of that target setting is not the shiny stuff at the end. Yeah. It's all it's a, you know, the building blocks in order to get to those shiny parts, right? So when you're in one of those months of target setting, just to hunker down and actually get the work done, that's going to be important for you. Yeah. And that's the most important part, right? It's like it's it's literally saying, okay, this is what I'm this is what is most important to me right now. And that's why when we get into this, <clears throat> you'll see we don't believe in yearly targets. We believe in you know, where you want to, where you want to be by the end of a year, but we don't believe in saying, oh, well, you know, for the entire year, my theme is increasing sales or scoring more goals. It's like, no, you're going to realize if you're truly going to be resilient, your targets have to actually be a little bit shorter and they have to be very specific for the time period that you're in. And we'll explain that in a bit. So why do we set targets? Very simply put, so we can say no to other things. That's it. If you want to be an athlete who's getting to the top level and you're becoming a difference maker, you need to you need to understand what to say yes to right now, what to say no to right now, and what to shut out as a result of saying yes to these things. Because the more that you say yes to things, that's saying no to others, right? Stop saying yes to everything. That's the biggest, biggest key to this all. Stop saying yes to everything. You want to make sure that you are very clear on what your targets are and you can utilize these targets to make sure that coming into the new year, you're pushing in and you're going after what matters right now. And these targets might be 30 days. They might be 60 days. It might be 90 days. But the point is, is we want to know what is the most important thing right now so that we can go after it. Because a lot of times people set targets and they're not really important, right? It's not important right now to score a bunch of goals. It's not important right now to uh, become a master defender. What's important right now might be as we go through this process today it might be to just gain strength for the next 30 days. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. But how many athletes do you know? And maybe you're sitting there and you're one of them that sit there and say to yourself, well, man, you know what? I'm supposed to set or I'm supposed to build my strength in the next 30 days. But what I'm actually doing is half-assing my strength building, half-assing my, my strength and conditioning. And instead, 
I'm practicing skills when there's really no relevance to that in this moment. Yeah, like, again, the the target setting, it's so you can have focused, actionable steps. Like, it's... It, it it's especially important when you're looking to develop your game and you know what sometimes maybe you're not the goal scorer of the team maybe you're not that that point getter and you need to be that engine for for the line that you're on or the starting 11 that you're in and that's just as important because people want to be able to see the consistency of your play and if you're distracted by yeah. things that don't necessarily complement or match up with your play that that kind of screws you in the long run. And man, just a word on that too. Like, think about it for a sec. How many times have we actually seen that happen? Oh, completely. Right? Like, I know it's like, okay, guys, you're just talking smack, but like dead ass straight up. We see that happen a lot of the time with the athletes we're working with. It's like, oh, this is what I should be doing, but I'm not going to do it because I'm going to get too caught up, shiny object syndrome on the other things. And... I don't know what I need to do right now. And then 30 days later or 60 days later, literally, I was just having this conversation with a GM this morning. You're sitting there saying, well, I could have been here, but I didn't. And I didn't make any progress. And oh, my God. And blah, blah. it's like, yeah, why do you think? Yeah. Why do you think? And you know where that really stems from? All of that. It really stems from your insecurity. Mm-hmm. And that's why for all of you tuning into this, there is a reason we strategically went vision, values and purpose removing limiting beliefs to get rid of those insecurities so you can clear-mindedly set targets. That's where people get this wrong. They don't clear-mindedly do this. They just jump into target setting for a new year and they really go ass up as a result of it. Well, the shiny objects, like let's say you're getting them, maybe you're getting some good luck down the stretch, you're getting a bunch of goals, bunch of points, all that stuff. They can only mask poor habits and issues for so long. Yeah. Like eventually you know, the holes in the ship will start to get bigger. And when those shiny things aren't there, when that luck isn't happening for you, what what's left? Yeah. You know, it's true. Well, even even to go off it like this is an athlete we kind of refer to a lot, but <clears throat> there's two of them right now that are just absolutely crushing it. And it's like, OK, well, what are they doing different? Like I look at two guys right now, Larry Markinen and DJ Reed, mm-hmm. right? Two awesome human beings, two very focused guys. But the question becomes, what are they doing that's different? Well, let me tell you, and not to expose what their targets are, both of those individuals have very specific, focused on, relevant to them targets that they commit to and they don't break. And it's like, just work until I get it, work until I'm doing my thing, work until I accomplish and keep adapting, keep adapting, keep adapting. And then it's like, well, they're really successful. It's like, yeah, I wonder why. They're not playing a game of chase whatever's in front of me. It's constant reflection and reminders. And I know that's not sexy. I know it's not for athletes. I know as an athlete, you want to chase everything because I used to do that. But I'm going to tell you right now, what I wish I did when I was playing professionally and and collegiate level and, you know, just below semi-pro. And I wish I had more direct and meaningful targets to me, not just be a good goalie. No, I wish I had more specific ones because my career could have gone a lot further. I actually had an athlete that reached out to me this morning. He's leaving a place that he's been currently playing at. He said, why are you doing it? He goes, Matt, it doesn't, I, I can't develop here anymore. And it's like, wow, that's talk about a target. Kudos, right? Like 
that's the kind of stuff though that yeah in the moment you might feel like you're taking a step back but big picture you're launching yourself into the future yeah and that's scary to do it is very scary so let's talk about this where do we want to set our targets for athletes well today we're going to talk about specifically setting these targets obviously for your sport but you can also apply this and should apply this to your physical health yes you need to worry about your physical health as an athlete your mental health or emotional control your personal development, like bettering yourself personally in certain areas, your relationships, your life's work, which is, you know, the same as your sport, which is what we're going to be covering today. But if you are a business professional, you can use life's work. Financial, again, if you're making money right now in your life, you want to set some financial targets. And then, of course, spiritual and contribution, which is being able to give back to others and and give to that bigger purpose. So again, all of these will be linked below that way you can see what our um, areas to set these targets in. And then that way you can go from there. But for today's purposes, we're going to just cover for the athlete exactly what you need to do. So how do we set targets at Moliteum? Well, let me tell you this first. Let me, let me start you with this little conundrum, okay? Successful people, do they have very vastly different targets than everybody else in the world? No. They actually usually end up having pretty similar or close to or bang on the same targets as unsuccessful people. So the question becomes, what allows them to really be successful? Well, it's not in the targets that they set. It's actually in the actions they take. And this is where you're going to realize successful people are able to know what they want. They're easily able to break down that how to get there. They have a purpose that locks them in and they stick to those actions redundantly. As boring as it might seem to the average individual, they do it. I'll never forget the stories that I heard firsthand about Kobe Bryant going to the gym every day, doing the same shots over and over and over again. Do you need to be that? No, but my point is the theory is there over and over and over again. It is commonly talked about with Tom Brady, for example, another quote unquote goat who has been doing his thing for the longest amount of times. What does he do every day? There's film watching in the morning. Then he goes to practice, works on a specific skill, does it over and over and over again. Every single day he does it. He beats that dead horse. Michael Jordan was heard doing the same things. Lionel Messi's heard doing the same things. Cristiano Ronaldo's heard doing the same things. Success leaves clues. And ladies and gentlemen, if there's one clue that you need to take from this, it's not the targets you set, it's the actions you commit yourself to. Yeah, and when you find those actions that actually work for you, like, why change them? Yeah. Why, like, really, why change them? Yep. Or even, even on this point, too, it's like, there's so much hustle culture that goes on, right? And it's like, oh, I got to always work. It's like, no, you don't. You know what you need to do? You need to isolate those things that bring you the most return and do them. Or all of the wild productivity things that everybody yeah, whatever, buys into man. and stuff. It's productivity just, porn. <laughs> just take... Honestly. It, all it is is taking uh, consistent action and focusing on, on one thing yeah. at a time. That's well, all that it is. It's even why I was going to say, like to do a quick little plug on it. The reason we're starting our YouTube show is to answer these questions. Like I was talking to a friend the other day about it and I was saying, we're going to be covering topics like when you should be journaling and if you should be journaling as an athlete. Because again, everybody's got to be journaling now. Marcus Aurelius, right? Everyone's got to be journaling. Everybody's got to be this stoic individual or this productivity individual or use this app or use that app. It's like, come on, man. All of these are tools. And if you truly need it and it helps you progress, use it. If it doesn't, don't. I don't believe everybody everybody should be journaling. I believe everybody should be tracking progress, but not journaling. So again, that's an example of actions. Successful people commit to actions that actually work for them. Plain and simple. So 
Let's talk about it. How do we set targets at Moletium? We use a method that we've invented here called TPAs, targets, purpose, actions. Let's talk about it. So what's a target? Well, contrary to what you might think or believe, a target is actually not a numerical thing. So it's not score 50 goals this year. That's not it. That's an action. We'll talk about that in a sec. A target is where you want to be in a given amount of days based on your identity, how you want to take a step closer to that identity in a given amount of days. So an example of a target, increasing sales. That's an example of a target. Increasing point production. That's an example of a target. Increasing strength. That's an example of a target. Notice there's no numbers attached to that. Your target might be, we literally had a 14-day target for a lot of our athletes who were at the World Cup. You know what their 14-day target was? Reload and recover. But there's no numbers attached to it. So get away from the numbers. If you're setting a target, you need to set a vision when you're doing this target. It's where you want to be in a certain amount of days. What you need to focus on for this amount of days. So the way we're going to set these, and we'll talk about it in a sec, based on what season you're in, that's how long your targets are going to be. Right? It's going to be as simple as if you're in an off-season and your off-season spans 45 days, you should probably have 45-day targets. If you're in a preseason and that spans 30 days, it should probably be 30-day targets. You're an athlete, meaning you have the privilege that your sport is giving you specific times for things to happen. Off-season, think of that as your time to build. Okay? What do you need to build right now? Off-season. Preseason, what do you need to enhance right now? Okay? How do you need to, like, you shouldn't be coming into an off-season doing all the work and building. You should be, or sorry, into a preseason doing all the work and building. You should be coming into a preseason with a really good base that's built, and now you're enhancing. Right, right. Then there's your in-season, and your in-season is simple. Perform. What do you need to do to perform well right now? So, to Chris's point, you might be confused, right? You might not know where you're going, but if you're in an off-season, what do you need to build right now? Usually, it's going to be strength and one or two skills that you need to work on. If you're in a preseason, what do you need to enhance right now? Again, usually it's going to be like a strength and conditioning principle and one or two skills you want to sharpen. If you're in season, I keep it very simple and say this to all of our athletes, especially after consulting with multiple strength and conditioning partners that we have. And you're in season, it should be literally just working on those skills on a week-to-week basis that you need to better so that you can perform at elite levels and making sure your body is keeping healthy. That's it. So in season's all about performance. Pre-season's all about enhancement. Off-season's all about building your base. Does that sound good? Does that make sense? Okay. Mm-hmm. Purpose. So the P part in TPAs. Purpose. You need to have a reason as to why this actually matters. So many people will set a target and not know why it matters. When they don't know why it matters, they don't stick to it. So you need to ask yourself for a target, and we'll have the questions that we're going to link below, or they are linked below already, what do I need to focus on right now? That's the, tar- that's the question you're going to answer for targets. Okay. Purpose. Why will this help me take a step closer to my vision? Then we got the last part, which are actions. So actions are what you need to commit to in order to accomplish your target. So let's pretend my target is to score more goals. Let's pretend that's what it is. Increase productivity. I'm a forward. And the reason that I need to do this is because um, I need to make sure that I finish the year strong so I can be seen by scouts. Great. What are the actions to get there? Well, if I want to score more goals, I need to make sure my shot, I'm feeling really confident with it. That's action number one. Action number two, I need to make sure that 
I can trust my body and I'm not scared to get hurt. So I need to maintain my strength. That's action number two. Action number three, I need to make sure that I am um, constantly working on, let's say, my speed. So I can make sure that I have the speed to do what I need to do. So put those three together. I'm feeling strong and trusting my body. My shot is sharp and I'm trusting that. My speed is good and I'm trusting that. Put those three things together, you're probably going to score more goals. <laughs> right? Basic. So the actions are the things you need to measure to get there. So when we set these, we're going to pick a specific point in time for where you are in the season. I don't suggest setting targets any longer than 90 days because in sports, things change very fast. Usually with our, our athletes, we have like a, okay, this season, you know, what would be a successful season for you? And they look back and say, well, I need to really make sure I have a good season of high-end production. Great. So once we have that one-year kind of desire that we set, we'll say, so for you, you want to do that same thing. You want to set a one-year desire and that's below. But now we got to work backwards and say, okay, in the next 90 days or 30 days or 60 days, how do I need to work on that? So I'll be honest with our athletes, we're doing 30 day targets in the middle of the season. Why? Well, in the month of January, you might be on a bunch of road trips, right? And in those road trips, your body is going to feel a lot different than when you're at home more. That means that you need to be taking care and looking at your body, your skills, your mind, way different than in February when you're at home that month. Oh, completely. It, it changes from, from month to month, right? Like, and it's also good for you because you're taking that initiative to say, and well, say that, yeah, I want these targets in these 30 days, but you're also going to be realistic with where you're going to be at. Well, hold on and even go and set targets. So let's pretend my one year desire is to be more productive, right? And I look at that and I say, okay, in the next 30 days, what do I need to focus on right now? Well, if I know I'm going on the road, I need to make sure if I'm going to be somebody who's producing a lot this year, and this is literally how it breaks down. This is the framework. If I'm going to be producing a lot this year and I'm on the road a lot and I'm going through a lot with my body and mind, my focus this month is to make sure that I'm able to maintain my body and I'm able to maintain my confidence and my skills. That's all I need to worry about versus February when I'm at home and it's like, okay, I'm at home. I need to make sure that this month and if I'm going to be a production person, I'm going to increase that production. I need to still make sure that I'm, I'm keeping my um, you know, offensive skills on point, but I can push myself this month. That has to be my target. I'm at home. I'm able to do that. I'm not you know, going hotel to hotel and feeling like crap and only seeing the family a couple times. You need to handle that month a lot differently than your February. So as athletes, we usually set 30-day targets. Usually that's how we go about it right? Different sports like, you know, soccer, where it's one game a week. Usually we can be a little bit different with that because you have a whole week usually to come home and you're just gone on a weekend if that's your travel. But if you're playing soccer, for example, with a bunch of tournaments and you've got quite a few games coming up in the middle of the week, it's a different story. But my point is you're probably going to fall on that 30 day target, right? So now that we got the example down, if you need some more explanation, it's very simple. You're going to have a one-year desire, and then you're going to say, okay, this month, what matters right now? For the next 30 days, what do I really need to put my time and attention into? What's my target? Why is that important? And what are my actions to get there? Okay? So how do we set targets? First, you need to know your big picture vision. So we did that in week one. Secondly, you need to know what your one-year desire is. So you're going to look at your vision and say, okay, Based on that vision, if I want to be a pro, and I'm going to do an example for me when I was a goalkeeper, so don't worry. But if I want to be a pro 
And that's my vision. That's where I want to go. My one-year target might be that I need to make sure I put myself in a position to now get scouted to go to Europe. And that was a real one for me that I'll talk about. Once you set that one-year TPA, you're going to, or that one-year desire, sorry, you're now going to go into your TPAs, which is just a 30, 60, or 90-day target that you set. So I'm going to give an example. Here's how you can listen to it. So for my vision, I wanted to be a professional athlete and play for, you know, this certain team and so on. That was my big vision I put together. My one-year desire or target was I wanted to put myself in a position to go to Europe by the end of this year. That was my target. So the question I ask myself now, I set a 30-day TPA. Um, Let's pretend that I'm in the off-season for this and I'm setting it, so that's my timeline. My 30-day target is simple. Build my overall strength. That's it. That's my 30-day TPA. My purpose for this, if I build my foundation now, I'll walk into preseason feeling good, right? Simple stuff. My actions, I need to do three gym sessions per week. I need to make sure that I am um, doing, and those three gym sessions obviously are with my trainer. I need to do daily recovery work, and I need to make sure I'm watching my role models so that I can still maintain some kind of skill development, mental reps, so on, um, three times per week, and I need to do mental reps three times per week. See that? Specific actions now that will get me into a spot to build my strength and I'm able to maintain my confidence. Easy. Now let's pretend I was in the in-season. My 30-day TPA, let's pretend I'm middle of a season and I'm going through, let's say, a little bit of a confidence rut. I need to get myself out of it. My target would be to build back my confidence for that 30 days. My purpose would be if I build back my confidence, I'm going to be able to perform better, which will get me seen and prepped for Europe. My actions might be, well... What am I lacking confidence in? Well, I'm lacking confidence in handling um, the ball with my feet. That was a real one for me. So I'm going to make sure to work on my ball handling three times a week. Great. That's confidence move number one. Confidence move number two. Let's pretend I needed to get more confident with, I don't know, my shot stopping. So I'm going to do three days per week of working on positioning and shot stopping. Okay, great. Now the last two, which we know are confidence building mechanisms, I need to practice visualization at least four times a week, and I need to watch my my role models at least three times a week. Right there. I have four actions I can commit to that are going to rebuild my confidence. I'm telling you, this is how simple it is. This is what we do with our athletes. These are the types of things that DJ Reed and Larry Markinen and all the other players that we work with commit to on a monthly basis. And they do it. Then they adapt at the end of 30 days, they assess and they say, okay, what needs to change? And they do it. This is how simple your target setting needs to be if you're an athlete. Know where you want to go for the year. What's the overall What's the overall desired target? Well, I want to be more productive offensively, okay? What, matter, what matters right now for the next 30 days then or 60 days or 90 days? What season are you in? If you're in the in-season, like we said, you want to make sure that you're focused on performing. If you're in an off-season, you want to build. And if you're in a pre-season, you want to enhance. Simple. Ta-da. See that? So here's how we're going to do this. These questions are linked below and uh, you can simply just follow them. So review your vision from the first session we did in this podcast. That's the first thing you're going to do. You're going to say, okay, what's my big picture? Where do I want to go? I want to be a pro? Great. This is where I'm going. I want to do D1 scholarship? Great. This is what I, th- that's where I want to go. Okay. Next, you're going to have a one-year desire. By the end of this year, in the next 365 days, What do I need to do to take one step closer to get to my vision? So for me, like I said, I wanted to be a pro soccer player. If I was in that summer, because I took that target from when I was in the summer leaving to go play pro, um, I said by the end of this year, I need to make sure that I am ready to go play in Europe. 
That was my one-year desire. Great. Now I'm going to look at it. Set my 30 to, to 90-day TPA. So I'm going to look at it and say, okay, what's my timeline? What season am I in? So that's question number one. So for me, like I said, I was in the off-season. Okay. What must I do right now to take one step closer to my one-year target in this season? So I answered it. Right now, my target for the next 30 days is to build my strength. Great. Why is this going to help me accomplish my one-year target? And again, these are linked below. So my purpose is, if, I'm, if this is going to help me get to my one-year target, if I build that foundation of strength, I will go into preseason feeling confident in my body, and that's important for me. And then the last question that you can answer, I'm not going to go through them again for me, but what are the three to five actions I must take in order to get there? It's that simple. So if you are somebody in the middle of a season working through a confidence slump, your target right now for the next 30 days might just be to regain confidence. There are multiple blog posts that we will link below that you can click on to see how we build certainty with athletes. We got you. Relax. Okay, but simple stuff. Ask yourself really right now what matters. That's it. And then reflecting on these targets, you're just going to simply do this weekly, right? You just want to make sure that you're looking at them weekly and saying, am I taking a step closer to it? Is this actually working? And we've got questions linked below for that as well. It will literally say reflection questions. So all you need to do is reflect. We've got you covered. And then the last part is very simple. You want to automate your calendar to reset your targets. So what you want to do is you want to set your targets on a specific day. So it might be a Sunday. And you want to count 30 days later or 90 days or 60 days and set a target to set new targets. Or sorry, set a timeline to set new targets now. So just put it in your calendar, right? So if I set it on January 1st, my next target, let's pretend it's 30 days, I'm going to reset those targets January 31st. Easy. But all of this is linked below, guys. We got you covered. But it's very simple. Does this all make sense, right? Think of it for a sec. Start big picture. Know where you want to go with your vision. Have a one-year desire. Know how you're going to take a step closer to that vision this year. Then look at your current situation and say, okay, based on the season that I'm in, do I need to set a 30, 60, or 90-day target? Okay. What matters to me right now in this period of time? Why is that important to me? And what three to five actions do I need to take to get there? Don't set more than three to five actions, by the way. Get very, very clear, like I said, but just commit to those actions and you just do them daily, right? I visualize three times a week. I watch my role models three times a week. I do my, my on-field training with the ball at my feet three times a week. And then I make sure to do my positioning work three times a week. If I do that, will my confidence build? You bet your ass it will. <laughs> See what I mean though, guys? Like this is, I know I'm getting a little excited about this, but the truth is this is how simple it is. And this is how passionate I am about this topic because so many people end up disappointed at the end of a year because they set these stupid year-long targets that they are not accounting for adaptability within. Yeah. And if you do have trouble staying accountable or anything like that, we do have a community set up in the oh, Telegram yeah. group, right? We'll link that down below. If you guys want to join it, it's free. Go ahead. And there's also the Mala Team Insider, which is a weekly email that we send out to you. So if you want to subscribe to both of those in order to stay accountable, even shoot us an email. Maybe you want to send in your, your targets. Feel free. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Sorry yeah. to piggyback on that quick. We could do that. If you're tuning in, um, send us an email. What email do you want to do? Uh, support. It. We'll do support, support at mollatium.com. We'll support. S-U-P-P-O-R-T at mollatium.com. Send us your targets. And if you send us your targets, we will promise, hopefully not 500 people send their targets, but Chris and I will personally answer your email and say, this is a good target. Rearrange it here. We will give you coaching feedback just as a thank you for tuning in. Um, and appreciation because we, we love all you guys. We appreciate you guys. Totally. So let's wrap it up here. 
you've got everything done. You should have your first session done, second, third. If you haven't, it's linked below as well, but there's so much linked below. So there's questions to answer to get your um, one-year target down or your, your one-year desire. There is questions below to get your 30 to 90-day TPA down. And there are questions below to uh, reflect on your targets on a weekly basis. Make sure you're going through and actually doing that once a week. Make sure you're setting that time 30 days later, 90 days or 60 days to reset those targets. And I promise you, if you stick with this, we will get this done and you will have a really good year. So don't worry about the whole, I need to know everywhere I want to go. Just have an overall theme for your year. If this is the year that you want to increase production, fantastic. Let's break that down into 30, 60 or 90 day bite-sized chunks. And of course, we will have a nice little blog post on this after for you to read as well. So thank you all so much for tuning in. Subscribe down below, share this. Get into our group, the, the Difference Maker group in Telegram. It's awesome. The Ring of Difference Makers. It's been great so far. And we will see you all in the next episode.